I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Hello. And welcome to the Alinos Podcast. My name's Marcus. I'm Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was so thrown off by how moist that intro was. Oh my god, just sopping wet. <laughs> it was. I mean, people's headphones are drenched uh, right now. Yeah. I mean, and I'm your third host, Seth, and I, I am shocked at how wet this is going to be. <laughs> I just thought there was going to be more. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought it was more words coming after you said your name. But like, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just trying to get you guys in here. All right. Do you what think? Do you think we milk saying our names more than any podcast? <laughs> we talk almost every week. We talk about Marcus's intro. That is true. I think mm-hmm. we, we milk it hard. Well, this is so we, wet. Yeah. <laughs> milk, well known for being wet. <laughs> yeah. You ever think about how there are like no liquids don't have water in them? I mean... Damn, hits a blunt. Fucking <laughs> guys. I mean, aside from, like, I guess molten metal or, like, mercury or some shit, it's all pretty much got water in it. There's some water in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. Um, some, some vitamins and minerals, too. You ever... Listen, I watched when I was a kid, I watched a lot of Terminator 2. And boy, that movie made me think there'd be a lot more molten metal in my life to navigate, and there really has been. <laughs> I like how you say Terminator 2 as if it's like a TV series or like <laughs> something that's like a, a open fountain and you're just like, <laughs> I watched a lot of Terminator 2. It's one movie. I mean, I mean we I'm, all watched a lot of Terminator 2 because yeah. it's a great movie, obviously. But did you ever think that you'd um, encounter a lot more molten metal incidents than you really have? Yeah, it's that classic bit. It's like molten metal. Um, I mean, fucking quicksand, um, t- <laughs> tightrope walk, you know, a bunch of things you just think you're going to deal with and you never have to. Yeah. Well, if we want to talk about another one of my awkward jobs, <laughs> I was dealing with the uh, hot metal Ooh, for a uh, while. Damn. So, Can we roast Marcus for thirty minutes? <laughs> Just fill out podcast. Both of you. Well, hold on. Let's let's find out in what capacity Marcus did you deal with hot metal? Okay, so basically, what I was doing, I was sitting at this machine, and I had the iron rebars. You put them in the machine. And I had them spin through a magnet, which which heated them up. I think we were tempering them. But that was you think, yeah, <laughs> Marcus. Think... This is your job. You're right. <laughs> what you think they took time out to train me in what the that, hell I was so doing? Every no, day you just walk in and get a sealed envelope with a bunch of crypto <laughs> like instructions what you have to do in the day. Envel- envelopes cost money, Seth. Oh, <laughs> they wouldn't waste that. Marcus is in a Chinese room, but it's just like putting metal bars into a bunch of magnets for some reason. Yeah. yeah. All the writing on the wall is in, like, Mandarin. He can't read anything. That's literally all I did. Like, the dude walked me over there. He was like, all right, what you're going to do is you're going to put this bar in the machine. You're going to push the button. 
That's good. I love this impression. And he only tempered like the the tip of it. So okay, like, what does okay. this whole process achieve? Like, what yeah. are you doing? You're 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 tempering the rebar. Mm-hmm. No, what I'm saying is, what is the what are you doing? What is the end product? Are you at a, the, are you the end product? An, is a tempered piece of rebar. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. Now, what sort of facility were you working in? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking what job is this? Was it exposed to the sky? No. So there was a roof. Okay, good. There was a roof, yes. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a, I guess it was a pretty alright, like, metalworking place. I'm fucking Was dying. this a recent? <laughs> no, this was like a few years ago. Oh, okay. I thought this happened, like, today. No. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm Just woke up. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to get in the metalwork industry. Marcus's side hustle. Just feeding okay. a rebar into a fucking machine. Okay, wait, is there more to the story that we're cutting yeah, off? Yeah, 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 we need to know more. No, no, we're, we're good. Wait, but what was... Wait, that, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. But what did the metal... Did you the, put- the metal got hot, did it melt? If you fucked up, yes. Did you fuck up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, to- I told you, the dude literally... <laughs> he literally put me in front of this machine, said, do this, and I was like, okay. And, like, my first, like piece of rebar all right let's put him on liquefied. blast what's his name yeah what's his, this guy's name what company I don't what's remember his that title? Dude's name what do he look like i don't remember his title i don't remember any of that you i just listen. remember melting a fucking piece of rebar on this brand new machine marcus i got i got a whole day i mean <laughs> no uh I, I got it right after about the fifth one so yeah so marcus okay. yeah what enterprise were you engaged in like, what did this facility Marcus. produce? Okay, my envelope like, theory is getting more and more realistic. <laughs> Again, I think it was just like a metal shop. And you think? Me. Marcus, yes. did you apply Look. for a job and get accepted? Yes. What did you apply for? <laughs> General labor. At <laughs> where? I don't freaking know. You don't know? No. Marcus. What? You I got, mean, this is why you have so many odd jobs. You just don't even like look. I don't. How did you? I, how I did go? you find this job, Marcus? How did you? Yes, find it? please. It was through. Uh, what was it? Like a like a what? What do they call it? Temp agency. Like an agent. Maybe. So you were a temp. Yeah. And they take yes. like ten percent. Yeah. Fuck. So you know how Marcus is the most proletarian person on this podcast. He is. Marcus is the truest working class person in the, in, on this fucking show. Whoa. whoa. So, yeah. And he's the, the least leftist somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's getting there. He's getting there. We're, we've, we've converted him pretty well. He's holding I'm, his I'm theory. Pretty, I was pretty left to begin with. But, you know, it was just, I, it's just all this ridiculous shit. It's like, okay, I have to make sure I'm, I gotta get more left. I just love the idea. See, the, the, the reason why I love Marcus is that he goes to this metalworking facility with no clue what it is the end goal of his, of his job yeah. is. He has no clue what he's producing he doesn't care. He's fine. I wish I, I wish I could be that carefree. <laughs> I know. It's. I mean, every time I hear a story from Marcus, it is whenever Marcus regales me with one of the the tales of his his many jobs. I'm just like, this is a man who's lived a life. You ever you think you ever think, about, you ever think about how like in Nazi Germany, 
after the war was over, there were people who wow. were, who were like, "Listen, man, I didn't know what was happening. I just drove the truck. I just op- I just dropped them off. I don't know what happened after that." That's Marcus. That's who he'd be. Don't don't no don't put me there. That's the same mentality, Marcus. You'd be here in America making hellfire missiles and that are going to blow up kids across the world and have no clue what you're making. I'm just putting I mean, metal in this that, machine. That's all I know. That would have been a better analogy than me dropping off Jews yeah, Marcus, at some random use, place. What do we use tempered rebar for? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Does it go into bombs? Maybe. Probably not. Oh but. my god. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. None of us I'm know. I'm thinking most likely sidewalks, bridges, things like that. I'm telling you, Marcus could, could have been building weapons of war and you would never have known. Probably. There's a machine that just puts the gunpowder into the shell and Marcus just happily pressing the button. No clue what he's making. <laughs> Boop. Just. I mean, what am I going to do if, if I am making missiles one day? And I'm just like, hmm. You can buy a really coffee well. table for $495. <laughs> that Why? seems insanely expensive. It seems very, very expensive. I mean, I guess it also seems pretty heavy because rebar is kind of a heavy thing once you have enough of it. Yeah. This is a whole table worth. Designed by you... Sil- Sylvain Willens. Oh, so Marcus with a, is pen with a name. Z. Why did you look up a rebar table? I did. I looked up tempered rebar to see if it's using uh, nukes, but instead I was on this <laughs> coffee table. Oh, well, at least I'm not murdering people so with it's my using something worse. So, <laughs> there, there you go. Um, oh, man. But yeah. But Marcus, we talked about um, milking your name in the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. and from what i've heard is you've been physically milked recently oh. <laughs> yeah so, well, tell us more well, about getting milked because i have some milk stories too so oh boy well um as uh, as our listeners know you know i am the voice that makes them moist so today i i shared some of my moisture with the world in the form of blood plasma woot Wow, nice. Yeah, it's my first time giving blood plasma. It's, it's blood weird. or blood plasma? Blood plasma. Just blood the before. blood plasma, yeah. Okay. And Is honestly, blood plasma the one where they take blood out and put it back in? Yeah. Okay, I've done that. I have done that. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I know. And that, like, it's so funny because they're like, I'm not sure they told you this or if it happened to you, but when they, they're like, oh, by the way, when we take the blood out and then when we start putting it back in, you're going to get this weird taste in your mouth. Did they oh, tell you that? No. It happened. They're like, you're getting this like weird iron taste, almost like, you know, like blood almost. And I was mm. like, that's weird. And then I ended up getting this weird dry iron taste in my mouth once they started putting the blood back in. And I was like, this is strange. Wow. Okay. I didn't get a taste of like blood in my mouth. Yeah, I, I mean, just you've got enough around, been around enough tempered rebar that yeah, that yeah. probably doesn't affect <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> what I got was when, when they were putting my blood back in, they were putting it back with like saline so it was really yeah. cold <laughs> i was just like oh my god yeah yeah you get really cold because like yeah. you know you have less blood and they put it back in and it like i don't know it's such a weird sensation it's, it's very, very strange. strange um so what'd you get for yeah. it how much 50 dolores nice and they so want you can... to they want you to come in twice a week for a month so you can get four hundred dollars a month loot. You can give plasma twice a week. Yeah, they say Marcus, they say you are going to be very weak. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't grow on trees, my man. 
true, but you know, when they, I did it, they were like, "You probably can't give blood for like a month." Wow, like, wow, really? Yeah, dude. Damn. I went into it down here, and in Savannah, you can give it twice a week, thirty bucks each. And they're like, you can do that basically forever. And I'm like, I'm not sure that's true, but the website says so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in their best interest to keep you alive so you can bring them more, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but these suckers, they're just giving away blood. They can lose you if they want. There's mm. people out there just bleeding for nothing. <laughs> you know? Bleeding for free. I know, it's crazy. I've never received payment for my blood. Um, that's a very interesting exchange. Um, I've always uh, donated it because you know, out of the goodness of my heart and being a good person and all, I just you know do it without oh, payment because I, so, I don't, I don't feel it. That's so sweet of you. The rest um, of us here living in capitalism, you know, yeah. give me that well, money. I did it when I was in high school, and it was like, oh, you get out of class. I, was oh, like, okay. I did it every time because I got out of class. The one, the time that I gave plasma was the best time because I did it in my first period. I was like, all right, do it first period, and then I just played up. How like weak I was, and I skipped every <laughs> class that day. I was like, guys, I just, I don't think I, I think I'll just fall asleep if I go back to class. You just let me sit in this one room with like apple juice, and it was, it was honestly more boring than class. Kind of, <laughs> but I just didn't want to go to class. So yeah, that was that was pretty fun, and I had to pee really badly because I ate like I drank like eight apple juices Dang. in like three minutes. So, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, think about um, it. You, you needed it. Go ahead. You needed it. I did. I was oh, I was low on blood. Well, my blood you lost. <laughs> I know. Low on moisture. What is the process? I don't, guys. I'm dumb about anatomy. How do we get blood back? What do we do? You just, just grow it over time. Yeah. It yeah. just grows in my veins. That's and you got something to do with your bone marrow. And yeah, your bone marrow produces uh, red blood cells. Oh, so that's why bone marrow is so important. And if yeah. you don't have enough of that, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> And to be fair, if you've lost bone marrow, you fucked up. Something very bad has happened to you. you yeah, it's not something that happens it. every day. That's like some aliens abducted you shit. Yeah, I mean, you can still lose. But, I mean, people lose it. People get through a bone marrow transplant and stuff. So I'm assuming there's a way to lose it. It's like a disease or something you can get. I think. Yeah, probably. There's a disease for everything these days. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, By the way, guys, I just need to tell y'all something crazy that happened. That I just saw. Wow. Um, like, out your window? No, on the internet. Uh, oh. So y'all know who Rosario Dawson is, right? Of course. Uh, yes, very famous actress, of course. Did you see she's getting sued right now? For For, for assaulting a transgender man. Really? It says right here that she held the man down while her mom beat the shit out of him. Whoa. What the fuck? Because she misgendered him. Wait, so she misgendered him, so she beat him up? Apparently she misgendered him, and then he got mad, and then in, her, in response, she, like, held him down while her mom beat him up. My god. Hmm. And this was recent. This was, like, a couple days ago. Jeez. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty fucked up. She was, I just saw Zombie Land double tap over the weekend, and she's in that movie. That's kind of weird. Yeah, dude. And she's like, now okay. This is I'm, this is not related at all. But apparently, is she dating Cory Booker? Look, listen. There's been a lot of talk about Rosario Dawson dating Cory Booker, and I just want to say that I 100 percent believe that it's true, and there's nothing weird going on there at all. This article does say her boyfriend, Senator Cory Booker, 
Absolutely true. <laughs> Don't look at it any further. They are definitely dating and definitely in love. And there's a picture of them together. Yep. At the premiere of this movie. Uh-huh. It all checks out, doesn't it? Yeah, Cory Booker looks like Vin Diesel just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I watched the most recent debate, and my thought was, man, Cory Booker should quit politics and just play the president on TV and movies. I know. He could be in that fucking one of these Tyler Perry White House shows. Easy. He's got charisma. And he's got, like, he, he can he play the president, but he cannot actually be the president. Yeah, he's not great at that. Uh, well, he hasn't done it, but I just don't think he'd be very good at it. Let's just say that. I have a question but for this... Marcus. Marcus, do you have any idea who Cory Booker is? Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> okay, what's the, okay, what is the well? Do you think he's the star of Cory in the House? I mean, I, he's definitely not the star of Cory in the House. Cory in the House okay. is my favorite anime. All right, chill. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know his face, and I know he's in politics. And I'm just mm. like, what? He lives in a political time, so... <laughs> He does, but I can't remember, like, where? Is he, like, a senator? Yes, I literally just called him Senator Cory Booker. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Do you know what state he's a senator from? Yeah, what what state? New Jersey. Okay. Wow. I I honestly thought it was Rhode Island, so. (laughs) Basically the same place. Yeah, just one was way dirtier. You could just put like New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Delaware into the same state, and no one would notice. It's true. It's like if people talk about adding states. Why don't we merge some states? Consolidation. Let's do it. Like, mm. I live in North Carolina, and we've already been consolidated by our football team. So why don't we just consolidate the states? <laughs> <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. It is one team for two states. Let's just drop that border. Why mm. do we need it? We add Puerto Rico, we're still at 50. The Nifty 50 song can stay around. Yeah. I mean, you merge North Dakota and South Dakota, what do we add? Guam? Guam, boom, 50 states again. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's making a lot of sense here. I know. I don't, I don't see why we don't, like, what happened? What, is there, you're a history guy. Why did the Dakotas split? Why did the, why was one of them like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. There was I'm never. Gonna, I'm going to go up north. There was never a unified, there was like the Dakota Territory but when they were out west, like, basically nation-building out there, they were like, listen, remember how there was a whole thing with slave states and free states? And they were like, we need two more here to balance out the, the, the whole calculus. So they were like, we need these two uh, to be free states to keep things uh, on. Because I think, like, Florida was getting brought in, and uh, I think another state, like, just adopted slavery. So they were like, yeah, we got to Yeah, they were like, more. you know what? That sounds kind of cool. Let's just adopt <laughs> that shit real quick. Owning people, like, yeah. It's, it's so funny that if you had, the, they had the option. They were like, yeah, we'll opt into this one. <laughs> it's so funny. You had the option to just not have it. Yeah. And they were like, well, we'll take it. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it on the table. It's like in a video it's game. Crazy. Like Stellaris, when I have the option of having slaves. I can never quite bring myself to do it, but it's always funny that that's an option. That you could just do that. You, or the option to like yeah. eat people. To just be like, hey, this, this kind of alien, we just eat them. They just turn into food. It's like, I can't do it, but I appreciate that the option exists. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Here's a question. Does cannibalism only refer to humans, or does it refer to anything eating its own species? I think anything. I believe cannibalism only applies to a member of a species eating a member of the same species. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. It's like bird-on-bird cannibalism. 
Now, I wonder here, yes. though, does that have to be the exact same kind of bird? Like, is a brown thrasher eating a robin still cannibalism? Probably. Um, yeah, I'd say so, because that would mean, like, different people eating different people. Well, hold on now, but that, that's a different species. What if, what if humans I guess that's ate true. chimpanzees, which we do? Who? I mean, some <laughs> people. I mean, it's, it's, it's happened. The bush meat, you know? <laughs> the bushes did it? No, bush meat. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> senior and junior come guys, together uh, to eat Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Did junior and senior both eat monkeys? Yes. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They probably ate that fucking Indiana Jones chilled monkey brains bullshit. Oh, that's that's definitely true. I can see him doing because when they when they met Harrison Ford since he played president one time, they were like, "We got to do this too." I mean, that's how Hillary Clinton got Kuru. What is mm. Kuru? Y'all ever heard of Kuru before? No. I've heard of Kuru before, but I've, I've, please continue. <laughs> Kuru is the like I guess like the the folklore name for the like prion disease when you eat human or near human types of meat and you get like a degenerative brain disease that just slowly causes you to That's die. That's what it's called. Yeah, Kuru. Okay, I fucking knew there was a disease you could get from eating human meat and. This motherfucker who argued with me, I'm not sure why at this point, was like, no, you can't get a disease from eating human meat. Yeah, what? Now, now I fucking know. It's called Kuru. I'm going to find that motherfucker, <laughs> and I'm going to get Kuru after I eat them. <laughs> um, but now that I think about it, why were they fighting so adamantly that you can't get a disease from eating humans? I mean, you can get a lot of diseases from eating humans more than just Kuru. <laughs> You can get diseases from eating all kinds of stuff. I don't know why they were so adamant that humans just could not get diseases from eating their own meat. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Marcus, you sound very appetized right now. Oh, no, that's the very opposite of what I'm feeling. <laughs> so you you're... Know an interesting... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know what's an interesting idea, though? Mm-hmm. Is auto-cannibalism. Oh, okay. Oh. Because because that's that's one of those things where, like, like let's say you're an actual cannibal, right? Auto-cannibalism, like, the food version of jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> let's say you're a cannibal. Let's say Smith is a cannibal. Let's all say it together. One, two, three. Smith, Smith is, is a cannibal. cannibal. Wait. Okay, let's just let, let me out there. <laughs> Hold um, on. <laughs> ben, use that for the next theme song. Um, so you're a cannibal. You know, you're eating people. You're having a good time. You find a person, you eat them. I'm not sure what this is, right? Just how... This is how cannibals work. I'm sure you would know this as the cannibal Wait. in this <laughs> hypothetical, maybe not hypothetical story. You find a person, you eat them. And it's like, okay, you go on the next person. It's basically a never-ending cycle. You, you have an infinite food source, basically, because people will just keep multiplying. Um, but if auto-cannibalism, that's like you can – it's a finite resource. How do you – don't like especially if you love it. Like, let's say you start eating your own – like let's say you, Smith, auto-cannibal – um, start eating like let's say little chunks of your thigh. Like yeah, I'm gonna cut off a little thigh piece, cook it up, eat it. What if you like it so much? How do you for the rest of your life just dole out how much of your body you can eat and still stay alive? Well, I would just grow more meat, right? Yeah, but how fast is that compared to how much you're gonna be consuming it? That's a good question. I don't know. I do some math, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's, I'm sure there's only so much you can grow back. Like that's a good you know? point. Mm. That's also, so, that's also oh, How which parts of your body can you grow back and which can't you grow back? Yeah, I'm sure you can grow back like an arm or something. I'm no, sure those come on, back, <laughs> serious. <laughs> Wait, like, okay, let's say you cut off like like part of your bicep. Can that grow back? I have Probably no idea. Not. I know, like your fingertips can come back like to a point. 
Because I mean, I have like scar oh. tissue all on my neck, right? From when I got cut up and my stomach yeah. as well. But how much could I lose before it wouldn't grow back right? It's mm. an interesting question. Yeah, let's do an experiment. <laughs> let's actually not. And we'll just <laughs> we'll do a thought experiment real quick. Because um, no one here is a cannibal. Well, except in the hypothetical, yeah. maybe not a hypothetical except scenario Smith. where Smith yeah. is a cannibal. I mean, um, I believe it. <laughs> God damn, Marcus, the cruelest betrayal. I'm sorry. Yeah, Some of the things stop. you eat, I'm like, you, you, you're not too far from eating a person. Okay. Mm-hmm. This right. is the question that I ask everybody, and we can we can cut up the jokes. But honestly, would you guys, if presented, try human meat? Did it come from an actual person? Because if it's cloned meat, sure. No, it's from an actual person. This is not Gemini Man starring Will Smith. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, right. It's yeah, I probably man. would. Yeah. Whoa. Would you guys eat a piece of Will Smith if you had the option? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I would. I mean, I guess if I wanted to capture his power, sure. Mm-hmm. His essence. There is no guarantee of uh, power capture. I mean, I gotta go to shot, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i try it. I mean, the person... That the, I mean, it depends, right? Like, if they were just dead... From other causes, yeah, sure, why not? But if I had to kill them myself to get the meat, then no. If, if they were killed especially for eating, then no. But if it just happened to be like, like if it was just like roadkill, yeah, sure, why not? Wait a minute. Like mm. a person hit by a car? Yeah, sure. Mm. Wow, that is interesting. Actual cannibals? They're not going to miss that thigh meat. They're dead. <laughs> And the important so we, part we've all agreed that thigh meat is going to be the best part of a human. Oh, for I sure. Mean, yeah, thigh or butt. Yeah. I was about to say buttocks. Like on a person who's like a toned butt, might be good. Yeah. Mm. Boy, this is a great thing for us to be discussing. You know what? Is this is a cannibal podcast. <laughs> Speaking of cannibalism, did y'all see a couple of weeks ago when um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was giving a speech in New York? Some lady in the crowd. There's like a Q and A part. Like, asked a question about global warming, and she was like, started screaming, we need, we need to eat the babies, we gotta eat the babies right now. Like, start eating no, babies. What? what? Yeah, that's all that. Wait a minute, who started screaming this? The lady in the audience. Oh, the okay. Yeah. Bullet um, dodge. So, Marcus, you did see this. I did see that. And what did you Fuck? think? I mean, obviously, like, her ideas not to be taken seriously. Oh, God. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm wondering what was the point of her, like, Screaming and stuff like yeah. What was this argument? Was, if this was satire, there's a way better way to do that. But you know, it didn't feel very satire. Her, she was not being serious. Um, oh, okay. She was a Lyndon Larouche follower who was there to discredit mm-hmm. uh, Ocasio Cortez by screaming nonsense and pretending she was a supporter. Mm. Um, okay. Now, I'm sure another so one just, you know who Lyndon LaRouche is, and we might want to do an no. entire episode of Lyndon LaRouche and his insanity, uh, but he's a, he was a guy who started off as a leftist um, and then turned into a fascist and then ran like a white supremacy cult, and now he's dead, but his followers are still around and they, they do shit like this. Wow. That's... So, I mean... So was it just to shout random shit, or was there any kind of rationale behind it? The rationale was to make Ocasio-Cortez look bad by posing as one of her supporters uh, and screaming about eating babies, which is a thing that some conservatives think we're gonna we we, we the leftists think yeah. we should do. Isn't there like a whole like short story about this? But the, but it's a satire. It's like oh yeah, all the poor people should just eat their children. It'll fix everything. 
I, there's something like that modest proposal type vein about, of stuff that I remember existing at some point, but it's a rich well of, of fictional bullshit. And just mm. think about it, it makes no sense. Why would you eat your baby? It's, you, you, you put more energy into making it than you would get out of eating it. Like, that's stupid. That's true. I don't imagine a baby would last very long. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as energy gain. You gotta hunt a full-grown human beings. <laughs> exactly. Coming from possible cannibals. <laughs> um, Definite cannibal. I don't know about that. Maybe if I here's what I think. You know how some animals are opportunists, like they're they're like like if a deer if a deer sees like a wounded bird, it'll eat, it'll eat that bird. Wait, a deer would eat a bird? Yeah, definitely. You, you ever seen that? There's a video of it happening. I mean, I have not. I've seen I've seen it. like the pelican who ate like a pigeon because he was like, okay, I don't feel like getting fish today or some shit. I mean, you got to think about it. To um, deer, birds are uh, a hidden delicacy because they can't ever catch a bird. You know, <laughs> they see them all the time, and they're like, "All right, one day I'm gonna have that one." And they well, find when, one wounded. When you like, think about it like that, well, fuck. <laughs> this is my filet mignon. There's there's a video of a deer. And there's somebody watching it, and the deer just like sees this bird that has somehow broken its wing, and the deer just walks on over there, sniffs it, kind of plays with it a little bit, and then just eats it. And the person yeah, was like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Um, that's me, but if I saw a dead person, I would be like, yeah, alright, sure, cut off a little piece. Okay, of wait a minute. <laughs> Definite cannibal. Not gonna hunt them down, but just incidentally, you know, opportunistically, if I saw an opportunity. So you're a forager. Them, yeah, I would forage. A scavenger. Sort of, I guess. I mean, it's gotta be, we gotta be like prime meat. It's gotta be like dead within the last ten minutes. After that, I'm mm. I'm not I'm I'm done. Yeah, you're, you're definitely a scavenger. I'm out. Yeah, I am starting to think he actually is a cannibal. <laughs> this is getting a little bit too specific. You're his brother. How did it take you so long? I think it happened after I left the house. Uh, hmm. Have you guys seen that movie Raw? <laughs> I have seen the trailer <laughs> and I want to watch it. Yes. First of all, that movie fucks. Okay, it's a mm. really good movie. And second of all. You guys should watch it because otherwise I, I can't make any jokes about it right now because you guys haven't seen it. Okay, I um, haven't seen this trailer. What what is this raw? It's a movie about this girl who uh, goes to medical school and then shortly after becomes a cannibal. She's vegetarian, right? She's vegetarian, completely mm-hmm. vegetarian, no meat at all. Becomes vegetarian, I mean, becomes a cannibal, and that's about all I'm gonna say because mm. the movie takes some wild turns. Now, can you be vegetarian and a cannibal at the same time? I mean, you're literally eating meat. But hear me no. out here. There were no and no animals were harmed in the in the process of getting that meat. Humans aren't. Yeah, thank you. Sam. Well, hold on now. Hold on. We're talking about animal no, cruelty. No, I will not about, hold on. We're talking about well, so the slaughter of let's say lesser life forms. Now, the greater life forms like humans don't count underneath that umbrella. I don't think. Yeah, but at the end of the day, are humans really the greater life forms? Well, let's just see what we've done. Yeah, yeah. it's a humanocentric point of view. You're <laughs> we're, right. We're pretty fucking stupid. That is yeah. true. That is true. Um, um, jokes. Is, is this our cannibal episode? <laughs> this is, this is definitely the cannibal episode. episode. Yeah. By the way, listeners, get prepared for our Halloween spooktacular next week. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. It's going to be the first episode that's entirely held by me, and it's going to be great. We're going to be in mm-hmm. costume. Oh we're yeah. Gonna, no. Can't wait for you to see him, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be great, great through an audio meeting. <laughs> um, we'll be ASMR. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, 
Smith, we can ASMR eat you eating your, your first kill. Uh, I mean, no, come on. First corpse or whatever. Uh, I'll just do a, a nice little ASMR vampire, Dracula, like, I want to suck your blood. No. Marcus, let's be that. fair. It will definitely not be his first. Let's <laughs> 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 not even pretend. Oh. Um, but yeah, any, any funny Halloween costume ideas, guys? Hmm. Wow, this is this is the Nadir of the podcast right here, guys. I've got a good one. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Let's hear. I'm thinking about putting on like a suit and like a red tie and a bad toupee, and I'm gonna like wag my finger all the time and talk about you know China. Mm. You want to know who I am? I think I think he's Donald Trump Jr. Actually, I'm a freaking Russian doll. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, with laughter, yes. I, I understand. You know what? Um, I have a Halloween thought. Okay. Mm. I love this. Spook time. Let me get on a soapbox here real quick. Mummies ain't shit. Get I out of agree. here. Get out of my town with your mummy nonsense. You old dusty fucks, Marcus. Are mummies scary? Yes. Really? You, did what? you guys not watch the Mummy? Like, the hello. Movie is almost a comedy. I mean, it was pretty fun, but still, <laughs> I ain't fucking with none of that shit. First of all, Imhotep is barely a mummy. Where's all his bandages? Where is wrappings? Because first off, he was sucking the life force out of people to get his fleshy bits back, Where sir. Where are all his canopic jars? He's too juicy. <laughs> He's too pretty. Yeah. Again, slurping the life force from other living beings. He was a wizard. That's not a mummy. Wizard overpowers mummy in that scenario. <laughs> That's oh, true. He, like he couldn't be a wizard mummy. Come on. I'm talking about he can't multi-class. No. This is yes, 3.5. I'm talking about I'm talking about slow, dusty mummy wrapped in bandages stalking the museum to kill British people. Hmm. It's yeah. not scary. Also, it is kind of funny that it's an almost exclusively British problem. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're on that side of the world, you gotta worry about mummies. I mean, if they didn't steal them, they probably wouldn't be a problem. Just That's just true. Sure, it's, almost, it's almost like, did they bring it on themselves? <laughs> I mean, they did. They absolutely 100% fucking did. <laughs> like, yeah. Like. They were warning. It was cursed. Don't go in here. And then, you know, they got what they deserved. Yeah. That's what you get when you steal people's fucking cultural artifacts. Exactly. That's why you don't build anything on Indian burial or Native American burial. Right? But I could beat the shit out of a mummy. I could one hundred percent take one of them. No problem. I mean, yeah. if, if you couldn't take what, what was that creature called? An emu? An emu? I, yeah, I don't think you can take a a, a mummy. Uh, Marcus, just... emus are like one of the fiercest creatures on the face of this earth. You I could mean, not take one. An emu is like a smaller ostrich. Come on. They're about the yeah, same but they're also, size. they can also run at like 50 miles an hour. That's because they can't fly. <laughs> Do you know how fast that is, though, Marcus? That's slightly faster than me. Okay? <laughs> Marcus! Slightly. Marcus! What? Let's talk about inflated ego. 
<laughs> the fastest man on earth, Usain Bolt, could run 36 miles per hour, Marcus. Come on. And, his and he's slow peak. compared to me. It's all right. <laughs> goodness. Usain, if you're listening, Marcus has thrown down the gauntlet. Bring it, Usain. Marcus will race Usain Bolt. Any day of the week. It's true. Mostly because Marcus is a lot less busy than Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> so, he will this. race you, and we will record it, and it will be the funniest thing ever made. Oh, oh I bet. I've seen you run, Marcus. You're pretty fast. You are, first of right. all, not it's faster than a dog. Fast. Yeah, you're not faster than a dog, and you're definitely not faster than an emu. Listen, listen, the whole dog thing... Now, bring bring the question to the fans, all right? Okay. <laughs> How many of you people think your dog can fucking kill you? Just just whenever it wants to. Tweet at me, tweet at the podcast. Let us know, can your dog kill you? Well, there's so many different variations. Because like, if you have like a, a small house dog, not going to happen. Now, if you mm-hmm. got like a bigger like German Shepherd or like Rottweiler, even some Golden Retrievers... Mm-hmm. If they if they absolutely wanted to kill you and you didn't have, you know, like a gun or something, they would probably be able to do it. Yeah, I think so. In all honesty. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Like medium medium sized dogs and up no, you're not killing me. Why? Why kid why do you think a dog can't kill you? <laughs> because first off, I'm gonna take my hand or fist or whatever, I'm gonna jam it down their their primary mode of attack. Their mouths, yeah. but then they're gonna dig their yeah, put your hand your in the skin. place they want That's your fine. hand to go. That's fine, you know. Yeah. I may lose the battle, but I'm gonna win the war, okay? <laughs> All right, Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, I need you to fight a person and have them stab you several times in your hand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while also having hold of your hand. And I want to see how well that fight goes for you. It goes pretty good. Welcome to the Man Bite Dog Podcast. <laughs> We're here with the <laughs> premier dog fighter, Marcus Barkley. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who noticeably has a bunch of bruises and cuts all over his body? Oh, yeah. mm. <laughs> he's in a cast, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a professional dog fighter." <laughs> Never lost a match, baby. Listen, listen, <laughs> officer, officer. It's not that kind of dog fighting. <laughs> Come on, you're gonna want to watch this. Yeah, this is a consensual fight. <laughs> watch our friend get destroyed by this Rottweiler real quick, yes. and let us know who really got abused here. Marcus, have you seen John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum? I have not. Okay, well, I want you to watch that movie and tell me dogs can't kill you. Mm, just, right. just do me that favor. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Boy, we are way off track on this podcast. <laughs> off track of what? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. We've lost the road. <laughs> Rack were we on? Uh, well, I can do another Russian doll joke nope, if we want. No, we're not. I'm that talk- brings the yes. fans back. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Chile real quick. Hell yeah. Um, so Chile, uh, for those of you who don't know, is currently in the middle of uh, huge protests because, um, well, various things have happened in the country. No, uh, it's only because of one thing. It's because the metro uh, cost went up. Well, yeah, but also electricity company uh, was going to raise prices of 20%. Yeah. And they That's set their fucking building on fire. Yes. They, they literally burned it the fuck down. The thing I, w- I was joking because all the like media is saying that it's just because of the metro price. Oh yeah. When yeah, in reality yeah. they're getting fucked from like forty different angles. We're yeah. trying to put it on one thing so we don't you know, we don't sit here and be like, you know what, my power company is also kind of fucking me. Mm. You know? And then currently uh in Lebanon, uh the biggest protest ever, over a million people turned out this weekend, and they went from 
talking about how they need to lower the price of food, which is going up in Lebanon, to we need to get rid of the fucking entire royal family. Hmm. Which is good. Yeah. Because yeah. why are there royal families in 2019? That's a good question, Seth. That's a very good question. Um, um, yeah, it's crazy. There's like, there's actually like legit huge protests going on all around the world. Yeah. Except America. You got Ecuador, you got Chile, you got Lebanon, you've got uh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, you got Venezuela. Uh, well, Venezuela is more of a counter-revolution thing, but the, the people are coming out in support of Maduro and whatnot. Um, yeah, America's the one place that is like, well, because, you know, because it's the, it's the imperial core, right? Like, America's going to hold strong and, and not succumb because we're still all comfortable here. But how much longer can they keep us comfortable is the question. I don't I mean, know, man. Yeah, like, a lot of shit's gone down that should have blown the fucking keg. Like, school shootings, fucking... I mean, job cor- losses. Right? Fucking corrupt... Unions. Corrupt governments. Come on now, like, this is the shit we should be mad about. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I want to talk real quick about Bernie Sanders and his rally he had uh, this past Saturday in New York, which was 25... Biggest rally... Ever? Yep, 25,000 people. Biggest rally of a primary season ever in history. Um, where Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib came out and endorsed him for president. Which, yeah. y'all, nice. the liberals are so mad. They're so mad, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, people are trying to side with a candidate who has actual, you know, values and wants to make actual change. There are so many people on Twitter who are like... How could you side with another old white man? Well, how could you possibly do this? Why couldn't you? Ju- why could you side with a little woman like Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren? Why not them? And I'm like, because they don't have the same politics. And it's not about who you are; it's about what you fucking believe. Exactly. And people, and that's the thing is like that is the the biggest problem with Bernie Sanders is that forever. I mean, they'll find no matter what they're gonna find something to throw at him. But one thing they're gonna say is, oh, he's just another old white guy, and it's like. Oh, yeah, and who's the second option right now? Uh, Joe Biden, completely young <laughs> African-American man who, you know, uh, just hit 35. Um, Elizabeth Warren, old white lady. Oh, wow, well, great, big difference there. I don't understand what, like, there's not, it's not like there's some crazy different candidate that's close to Bernie Sanders in politics who is, like, younger. Is him being an old and white has nothing to do with it. Yeah, they're, oh, that's what they're gonna throw at him. They're like, "Oh, Warren has the same politics. She doesn't." And like, no. she's younger. Well, yeah, she's still over seventy, though. Yeah, which after seventy, you're all old. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. The top three people in the race right now are all over seventy. Like, there's what are you gonna do about that? Yeah, you can't. I know. Go ahead. You can't hit them on age. They're all old. One thing I do love. Um, is all the headlines you see these days is like, it's like, oh, Biden trails Warren in Iowa, still ahead of Trump, something like that. And you're like, oh, well, whatever. And then if you click on the article, which most people don't do, you realize, oh, Biden is ahead of, or Warren is ahead of Biden. Oh, but Bernie Sanders is 20 points ahead of both of them. Yeah. Why is this not the headline? It was, it, it was so great. There was a guy on MSNBC, I can't think of his name right now, but it was so fucking funny. He's like doing his his primary rundown. He's like, uh, 
All right, so you see here we got Iowa. You've got top three. got Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, neck and neck, 20, 20, 21, the whole way through. It could be anyway. And the only and no one who's not who has not won one of the first three primary states has gone to win the presidency. Let's go over to New Hampshire. Uh, Bernie Sanders is at like 25, and everybody else is at like 18. Oh, no, fuck. Uh, you move on. Uh, Nevada. Bernie Sanders is at 29. Everyone else is at 20. Fuck, shit. Go back to, back to you guys. He was like <laughs> speechless. He had no clue what to say. Uh, uh, Georgia. <laughs> he, he's not even good. Oh, my God. They're, they're trying. Because they're trying so hard to not talk about it. Um, like you said, Seth, if Bernie Sanders wins the presidency, we they won't talk about it. Yeah, they'll be like, uh, Donald Trump comes in second place in the <laughs> presidential election. We are, we are still trying to get word from our correspondents as to who won the election. Is uh, we, we, We're going to find out any day now. We promise. Can you um, imagine? I mean, here's the thing, though. To be honest, the media would immediately turn to, like, doing completely negative coverage of Bernie Sanders every single day. They would they would be yeah. every any little misstep, every mistake would be all over the news. I mean, you, you remember the stories they were doing on Barack Obama? Oh god, he's wearing a tan suit. Oh god, he likes mustard on his Yeah. Hot dogs. He didn't put his hand on his heart for the pledge of allegiance, you know. Oh, Christ. all this stuff. People people that's what they do. And like but with with Obama, I mean, once again, he like as cool as some people say obama is or whatever whatever you want to th- say about obama they still covered him because he still wasn't radical but bernie sanders it's it is it's illuminating that they honestly are refusing to cover him no matter how successful he is because they are so scared the kind of companies the the people that own the people that own these companies that make these papers like jeff bezos who owns so many uh, local and national news sources doesn't want to publicize anything about Bernie Sanders because he thinks it's just going to hurt him, and it's just proving a point that they are they are that scared that they don't even want us to think about the man or see his name anywhere. Absolutely, and I think those billionaires that need to look at this burning building in Chile and understand that Bernie Sanders is the only thing standing between them and that. Yeah, they're going to feel the burn. Like, yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> it's it's like, he is the compromise position. He is the candidate who can reform things to keep people from from out, all-out rioting, I think. And the, the, they don't recognize that. They're in for a world of fucking hurt. Yeah. I did see this interesting article in the Washington Post, though, that said that if we eliminate billionaires, it's actually going to hurt us. <sighs> and I, I have a question, a quick question to the to the panel who owns the Washington Post? I'll forget. Marcus, do you know who owns? I don't know. Anybody here know? Um, yeah, oh, just looked it up. It's Jeff Bezos. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Interesting. Richest <laughs> man in the world. You want to know how rich Jeff Bezos is? I'm going to do my 90s stand up routine right now. You know how rich Jeff Bezos is? Okay. Jeff Bezos is so rich. This isn't going to have a good punchline. Jeff Bezos is so rich that his wife divorced him and she is now. A 35 billionaire. Yeah. She has $35 billion for divorcing him after 25 years. I mean, goddamn. Is is Jeff Bezos uh, looking to remarry? I'm I'm single. (laughs) See, this is why Marcus is the least leftist. This is it right here. (laughs) He's trying to get in on this Bezos money. I'm sorry, man. Capitalism's got got those hooks in me, man. Yeah. Also, the article that you're talking about, Seth, did did you click on it and see what the picture is? Of course not. It's of Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> of course. The person who's like 
we're gonna let billionaires live and we're also gonna make no progress at all although someone did a fucking uh a comparison chart of different tax plans and biden's plan would, would reduce taxes on billionaires of course but uh warren's plan would have mark zuckerberg paying 30 or 60 percent in taxes uh, every year do you want to guess what bernie's plan would have him paying 90 97 percent holy Ooh, shit yes it would it would reduce uh, Mark Zuckerberg from a billionaire to a millionaire. Hell yes. And even that, in my opinion, again, this is the compromise. Yeah, this is what's on the table. We will take most of your money, and if you don't like that, we will take your life. And that's and the, weird, the thing is, is, you still get to be extravagantly rich. Yeah. yeah. Like even being a millionaire is pretty good money. Okay, most people will never see a million dollars in their life. That's true. 99.99% of people. So, yeah, having a million dollars, you're you're up there, man. We're just going to knock off that B for you, buddy. <laughs> and so, um, I did want to talk about one more thing. Um, of course. For me, anyways, which is that I've been playing a game called Disco Elysium. Okay, guys, this is going to be the next three hours of the podcast. <laughs> I'm Disco Elysium talk. I want to keep it short. Mark, have you heard of this game? I have seen it on Steam, yes. Yeah. It is a game about being a cop. Um, Yay! You are a detective for a militia, a, poli- uh, a civilian's militia police force in a... It's kind of like a bizarro version of Earth. Like, nothing is the same. There's all different names, all different history. It's a very rich setting. But the thing is, your character wakes up with... First of all, to even start playing the game, you have to win an argument against your reptilian brain and your limbic system... To even wake up. Well, what? <laughs> you, you <can't>, <laughs> How's you, that gameplay go? <laughs> it's the conversation, and don't worry about it. Your your okay. character can't remember anything, not their name, not the world, nothing at all before the pat, the day that you start the game. And you're a cop, and it gives you the option to basically be... The game's tagline is, what kind of cop are you going to be? And you can be anything from sad, reluctant cop, to by-the-book cop, to street shaman magic cop to psycho cop um, and everything in between. Like it gives you total freedom to how to approach this. And you have skills in the game with names like Inland Empire and Electrochemistry and Espira Decor. And your skills will give you advice and talk to you in the game, like in your brain, but your skills have agendas. They have things they want you to do and they'll lie to you They'll, they'll make you hurt yourself to fulfill their agendas. So you can't even trust your own brain. So your skills are trying to manipulate you. The world is, is, is totally fucked up and shitty, and there's a murder to solve. So it's like real life. <laughs> with, with, with a bit of, of fantasy to it, yeah. A little bit, a little flair of the fantastical, yes. A bit more this fun. This game almost sounds hyper-realistic. Your brain is always attacking you. The yep. world is shitty. There's murder. I mean, sounds like a regular Wednesday, honestly. Yeah, and it is um, It is a game that I think firmly uh, has a political stance. And I, I see a lot of reviewers giving it uh, a hard time right now because they think that it's, uh, it's cynical, that the game is cynical. I, I have to disagree based on my assessment of the game so far. I don't think it's a cynical game. I think that it lays out its, its ideology straight for you. And you know going in... It tells you, if you are a woke-ass person, you know that cops are bad. So if you're going to play a game where you're a cop, 
It doesn't matter what you do, you are still the oppressor. And the game does not let you forget that. And I had to commend it for that. Um, so yeah, I recommend Disco Elysium. Everyone check it out. It is fantastic. I've laughed out loud. I'm loving the writing. It's it's very rich and fun. And it's more like a point-and-click adventure game. It's not like a tactical, like, shooting guys kind of game. Or like a... Um, it's like there's, there's mysteries and there's, there's like conversations and that's most of the game and it's just it's fantastic and i highly recommend it all right i'll throw out a suggestion then since that's what we're doing right now okay um i am uh i'm very much into this hbo show called succession um it's uh, i mean there's two seasons they're both seasons are done at this point there's uh it's been renewed for a third i'm about halfway done with the second season and it is incredible Probably, probably one of the best show, maybe the best show I've watched this year. Um, it is on the outside. Um, as far as people for this podcast goes, it's a little weird because it's about it is about a billionaire conglomerate media, media conglomerate company and the the fa- the patriarch of the family who's like trying to find out who his successor is and the kids who are all like trying to make power plays and a lot of stuff happens. Um, but the show makes the show has a lot of good um, biting like satire. It's made by people who made like um, the Big Short and uh, Four Lions, which is uh, an incredible uh, work of satire. Um, and they they kind of point out all the bullshit that goes into being these billionaires and how being rich is basically a game and how you know it's probably not the best game to be played. And you know it kind it does make um, some some pretty good like satirical political points. And it's got the best theme song of all time. I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. It, it, I challenge listeners of this show to go look up Succession intro and not tell me that is one of the best songs ever. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's really good. It's like, if you take it at face value, um, it, can, it can be grating because there's a lot of like, you know, these, these billionaires like anti-union. There's like a Bernie Sanders analog character who they all hate, obviously. Um but if you if you really get into the show and see some of the, some of the larger points you're trying to make, I think it's fucking incredible, and I recommend it to everyone. Marcus, any recommendations from you? Um, well, guys, you know I live under a rock, <coughs> and I've been playing um, old games like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> wow, I mean, hell yeah, so, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun game. Um, now the original one, right? Yes, the original. Hell yeah. It's it's all over Game Pass. So. What happened to Rare, guys? What <sighs> happened? They got Damn. fucking eaten by some other company. Microsoft, right? I believe it was Microsoft, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh but Bill the Gates. Because they, they were, what was it? What was the game that's supposed to be like Banjo-Kazooie, but it like fucked it up somehow? Oh, what, Conker's Bad Fur Day? No, a newer one. Hat in Time? The, the, Ukulele. Uh, ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, because that's on Xbox as well. And I was like, I was playing it. I'm like, I see, I see the the components for, you know, another Banjo Kazooie like yeah. game. But it's just like. But it made you just want to play Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. You know, Xbox. It's game a good Pass. game. Hey, nobody can fault you for that. Yeah, it gives you a lot it's of. It's the Disco Elysium of its time. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that's that's what I, I've been doing. I just want to point out that that 
30 minutes in Disco Elysium, I had punched a child in the face. Hey, I'm buying that. But what did you do in the game? (laughs) (laughs) This child liked to call me uh, a certain slur for gay people that is not approved. And Mm -hmm. I had to give him the business. Which slurs for gay people are approved? Uh, Let's see here. I'm having a hard time. Hold on. Editor, bleep all this part out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not sure any that are approved for this podcast. Okay, that's fair. I don't, I don't really know any of their approved, but hey, I think um, I think queer has been reclaimed, right? That's that's just a descriptor now. That's not really a slur. Yeah, queer anymore. is is different now. It's not even gay. It means something totally different. So, like, because queer uh, when I was growing up meant depending on how old you were. Like, if you were an old person, queer meant like weird. It meant strange. Like that's that's weird. You know, like yeah, a queer person was like that guy's weird. You know, he fucking I don't know talks to himself or some shit. Yeah. And then, but if you were a young kid, you were like, oh, you're a queer, like, from, like, it's gay or whatever. But now I think queer means, like, it's just like, hey, queer people, like, it's a good thing, you know? It's like, yeah. you're queer. Queer is, it's it's almost more like what old people said, not in a, in a bad thing, like, oh, they're weird, but it's more like, from what I've heard, I mean, I'm not an expert on this stuff, but it's more like, you know, somebody who isn't totally into, you know, oh, I'm this, I'm that. You know, they're just like, hey, I'm I'm here. I'm kind of, I'm di- I know I'm different. I just don't know what it is. So. I've heard it as kind of a blanket term for a lot of identities, like queer identity yeah. or whatever encompasses a bunch of things. So that's been reclaimed, I think. Yeah. So good. Good. Good job to, what is it now? LGBTQIA+. Good, good for all of it. Um, Any thoughts on this, Marcus? Oh, no. Agreed. You guys... You guys nailed it in. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, well, this is a, obviously a, a, a pro all of that podcast. Oh, definitely. We are 100% um, pro LGBTQIA plus the whole thing, man. Because uh, you got to be a leftist. I mean, if you're not, you're some sort of reactionary dipshit, and you should probably fuck off to the right where you belong. Hell yes. Because I've, I've met communists. I have met communists who are anti-gay people. And oh, it's such a fucking strange thing to to think. They're like, "Oh, this is bourgeois distraction from the from the cause," and I'm like, "No, what the what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck I up." Mean, okay, sure, maybe that's maybe that's what you think it is, but it doesn't make it bad, right? Yeah, it's like other like the, the fight for LGBT rights is a distraction, and I'm like, "No, because it's part of the whole class struggle, man. Like it's all the same fight." Like we gotta, we yeah, gotta. Yeah, some people take that too far because, like, I do agree that they get, like, you know, like we've talked about before, rich people gave us racism, they we gave us homophobia, so we'd argue about it. Yeah. We've talked about it, but what I'm saying, but some people take that too far, and that means like, oh, we can be racist and homophobic because you know they just want us to not be. It's mm-hmm. like weird. It's it's people. Some people just take stuff way too far. Yeah, it's weird. So yeah, if you're if you're a communist who thinks that who thinks that way, who like agrees with Stalin recriminalizing homosexuality after Lenin uh, legalized it, uh, fuck off and die. Yeah. Oh, let's check in with Marcus. Any thoughts, Marcus? Again, you guys are just like <laughs> any jobs you had in the past hour or so that. Were <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. I was actually uh, stomping grapes for some wine. So mm-hmm. yeah. I got about half a bottle. In this economy? Yeah, man. Wow. With those feet? Let me fresh. Hey, hey, my feet are great. No, I'm saying, Marcus, you you should be, you should be like Grape Topper Prime. You are, you got (laughs) big old feet, man. (laughs) They should be doing a bottle an hour. Yeah, they should be looking for you. I don't know what the rate is to (laughs) something to bottle. (laughs) That might be be really good or really bad. I honestly have no idea. Somebody, somebody, there's, a, there's like a great guy right now who's like this fucking piece of shit just writing an angry <laughs> tweet. 
exactly. Please do. If yes. we ever say something that's incorrect, correct us. That doesn't mean I'm gonna feel bad about it. But yes. Just please correct us about our our wine uh, ratio, work time ratio. Only correct us about non-political facts. I don't want to hear <laughs> your musings on like the Paris Commune. No, I want to hear whether or not whether or not a mummy could beat me in a fight, or if Marcus couldn't kill a dog. Like this is this is these are the yeah. facts we need to hear. Could a mummy dog <laughs> kill Marcus? Oh, Let's damn. find out. Definitely not. Let's there see here. We, we got a bad thing, super thing, mummy, combined with a good thing, dog. Hmm. Kind of evens versus, out. Versus Marcus, which is a, a self-proclaimed fascist man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Mixed with a very delusional man. Yes. So. Marcus could win purely off of his delusions alone. Hey. That's true. He's too dumb to die. <laughs> we can't kill him. He doesn't understand the concept of death. Yeah, he's like Dr. Manhattan, though, just like throwing stuff at him. <laughs> just going through him. That'd be a great superpower to be too dumb to, not, to, be, to be killed. I'm sure, that, I'm sure um, that's in a Terry Pratchett book, right? There's got to be a Terry Pratchett character who's like... That's true, yeah. Too dumb or whatever. I know there's like a... Uh, isn't there like an architect who's so dumb he builds stuff that's magic? That's my rapper <laughs> name, by the way, now. Too dumb. Too dumb. I thought you were going to say Terry Pratchett. <laughs> That's my rapper name. Oh, but yeah, there is a character um, named like Stupid Crab or something like that, or or some guy who he's an architect who was so stupid he built buildings that could that, did, that didn't make sense. They were too big on the inside because he didn't understand how dimensions worked. Mm-hmm. Or like Wait. hallways that looped back on themselves and created like tesseracts and shit because he was too stupid to understand that that you couldn't <laughs> build a tesseract. <laughs> This is impossible. No. That's great. Like an MC Escher painting, but if MC Escher just didn't, he was like, wait, this is how it works, right? Like, there's many staircases can't do that. Are you stupid? Like, Marcus, come on, help me out here. You're the art dude. I I mean, I was too busy worried about, like, a fucking Tesseract painting. I was like, hmm, how would that look? MC Usher, is there anything there? (laughs) I mean, can that be my Halloween costume? MC Usher? Sure. <laughs> Fall of the House of MC Usher? I don't know. There's something there's, I'm trying, that's, there's something there. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. There's gotta be. There's a lot gotta keep there. it up in the mix, man. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we should probably end this podcast. Yeah, we're tapped. Say your name. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. Um, I'm Seth. You can find me on, on Twitter. I'm back on Twitter. Started oh, using sure. it again. Because, oh, because right. of succession, I started using Twitter again. <laughs> Um, at uh, Life of Seth, and you can find me on Letterboxd at Knazeras, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. And I'm Marcus. I do the art for this podcast. Yes, twice yes, in all right. show. Twice. Never gonna forget now. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on uh, episodes of this show, most recently our Joker review. Um, he has his own podcast on Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and the move from the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck. Uh, Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and the movie First Reformed. We deserve better. Okay. We've stopped trying to solve our problems and trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Alienos Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.